edition of the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Woo! Hey, Steve. Good morning, Donna. First time I'm seeing you in like 13 days. <sighs> Wish it were longer. Me huh? too. Yeah, for sure. No, you know what? What? That was just enough time. That was, I was starting to itch to get back. There's only so much time you can spend at home. Yeah. Or home, home. Yeah. I probably differ with you a little. I do get that. I I understand what you mean. You get to a point where you're like, you're ready. I don't know if that naturally happens or if it happens because you know the return day is coming. And so your brain starts to on-ramp back toward that stuff. Okay. But if somebody told me, hey, you have 30 days, I don't think after... 13 days I'd be tapping out like I gotta I gotta do a show for somebody that's fair you know what I mean yeah yeah someday Donna you'll retire I'll retire and we'll never come to work again or we could be let go for a variety of reasons for sure it's happened before performance most likely but economic downturn too much yeah (laughs) yeah Um, yeah but we're back we're you know, back. Hi, everybody. I, is anybody else back, though? Because the roads this morning I know, feel like, is uh, is this a, I think it's a low week. Next week will be normal. Yeah, next week we'll be biatching about the traffic, for sure. I'll tell you where everybody was back, though, yesterday. The gym. Yeah, that's, you know, that's why I'm not going this month. Oh, <laughs> <This> month. okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. In January, it's okay. just too packed. You can't even get a machine. You could if you go in the middle of the afternoon, which you could do. How dare you? <laughs> Just saying, you're up early in the morning working, and then you get some. Uh, we get flexibility in the afternoon. You could go there, hit a treddy, listen to a podcast, play some freaking murder crap or whatever, and then uh, <laughs> feel good. But let me tell you, I I work out obviously, and I was at the gym for the first time in a couple weeks yesterday. Haven't exercised in a little while. And I knew. I used to work at a gym when I was in high school, and they told me, which I never realized to that point, January, you're going to be really busy here at the front desk. A lot of new faces. You're going to have to input new members' information. And I saw so many new faces. You know, even if you go to a big gym, you get to recognize the faces, right? Oh, absolutely. Rare is the day that you're like, Mm -hmm. who is that person? Or who are those five people? Yesterday... I mean, I felt, I was like, am I even at the right place? There were so many. And you go to a big gym. Places. It's I go to not a big even gym. like a small place. I'm like I go to a them. smallish place. Yeah, mine's a biggish place. Hmm. And we'll call it Lifetime. Okay. And there were f- some familiar faces that I know, but man, there were a lot of, lot of new people. That's but good. I didn't see That's anybody good. misusing equipment, which often this is the when you will see in your. Your Instagram reels and TikTok feed during the next couple of weeks, you will see people, videos of people misusing equipment. Oh, really? These are the newbies. And they're quite funny videos, many of them. It's people just oh. really incorrectly using machines. Well, you would think if they were newbies that they would get, you know, a little direction, instruction. Maybe, yeah, some included training. Correct. Like maybe get a tour and say, do you have any questions about this piece of equipment? But no one's going to say, yes, I have a question. We're all too embarrassed to ever show weakness. And so we're not going to be like, what do you do? You just, you pull that down. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I knew. I was making sure you knew. Do you do cardio? 
Donna, that's fat shaming. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just saw the whale. <laughs> no, seriously. Do you do cardio or are you just going in there and lifting weights? Last night, I just lifted weights. Okay. But I will do cardio. I'll do cardio. Okay. I'll do some cardio at home, too. Cardio is like kind of a nice, uh, it's going to be easier if I just go down into the basement for the next 30 minutes. You have a treddy? I don't have a treddy. I got feet and a TV, and that's all you need. Okay. And then I'll jump around. I'll do some, you know, burpees, some air squats. Okay. Some uh, ski lunges. So, wait a second. You are saying that the reason you're not going this month, just to be clear, is the crowd. But come February, look out, world. Yes. A little bit of it has to do with COVID on the rise again. And I don't need to be touching germy stuff. So, I'll walk. With my neighbors. I got weights at home. I got ropes. And hey, get some long johns. Invest in some of those. Yeah, On your walks. Love it. I've already got like reflective gear. Yeah. To wear on my ankles and my wrists. Get one of those light up vests. Ooh, I like that oh, idea. Oh, yeah. The, have you seen dogs walking with the light up collars in your neighborhood? Yes. Oh. Yeah. They yeah. have those for humans. Okay, oh, yeah. I'm going to get me a dog collar. You can well, even wear it to the gym, <laughs> frankly, when you get back there. Who cares? Okay, yeah, and I, I, I don't want to be, ugh, I, yeah. Plus, people they, are germy. People are germy. You know, um, you're always thinking about COVID. I'm always thinking about the stomach flu. That would be worse. Happy no for one. For me, yeah. Yeah, if we can... You know, listen, I understand the seriousness of COVID and, and oh, that there's still the it. risk of passing away. I, I understand that. But if all things are even and you're going to have a COVID experience where you are not hospitalized, you just get your version of COVID or the stomach flu, in those two cases, I am taking COVID every time because throwing up, and you've never thrown up out of sickness. Isn't that right? I have, but it's I do everything in my power not to. How many times do you think you've had like the stomach flu, non-alcohol related throwing up? <laughs> Oh, oh, uh, I maybe once. You know, that's amazing. Wow. I'm so envious of you. I Donna. don't. I mean, and that was when I was a kid. See, I will do everything in my power. Me too. Everything. Me too. I will. I will walk around the house squatting in different places. <laughs> I will do every I'll, I'll run cold water on my wrist and on the back of my neck. Oh, that's a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. Um, I'll, I'll do anything I can. But if I, I'm always thinking of the stomach flu, like, and remember, 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 sanitizer, pump sanitizer does not kill norovirus. Okay. Good to know. Pump sanitizer kills COVID. It does not kill norovirus, which is the stomach bug. You've got to use good old fashioned soap and water for that. Okay. Thank you. But I was going to say, now that we know you're Wilford Brimley, after your very brave public admission yesterday that you're Uh pre-diabetic, diabetes, uh, you, if you combine your dry January with getting out and walking Mm -hmm. and all that, you're going to, Lord only knows. What I'm doing. Donna, I got Nordic poles for walking. You need to get some of those. I've never done that. Yes. Just get the poles and you'd get a whole body workout. Why did I not ask for that for Christmas? I don't know, man. You know what I mean to get more out of time, but I want to get yak tracks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be smart because it is icy. Yeah. Good idea. You have to take those off when you enter a building. I believe you do. I think. It'd be polite. (laughs) (laughs) So as to not ruin the marble floors. Uh, Understood. Anyway, I'm going to be dog sitting today, so I've got, uh, you know, 
no excuse to not be walking. A bitch or a stud? A bitch. When we come back, I've got some things that'll make you go, huh? 10.30 today, we're going to do the College Pop Culture Knowledge. And at 11.30, our first edition of Whose Voice Is It Anyway of 2024. Uh, More Donna and Steve. Donna, you're going to do good this year. More of the games, more of the fun. It's next. Hey, guys, it's Donna with a message about winter from my friend Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. Uh, You know, he tells me property owners... You are legally responsible to maintain a safe environment for visitors this winter. Uh, You don't want somebody slipping and falling on any ice on your property. So I guess we need to take precautions like posting, I don't know, a caution sign or simply de-icing the area. You got to be aware of that because failing to do either of those things and then someone gets injured. Well, our lack of safety precaution can be considered negligence. And if you are someone who slips and falls and suffers an injury, you should report that to your insurance company because you only have a certain window of time to file a claim or you're going to lose your right to collect any damages for your injury. And then you should contact an experienced attorney right away. It is free to meet to go over your case and maybe uh, you have a case, maybe you don't, but... Why not find out? Mike Bryant is an experienced personal injury attorney with a proven track record. Find him at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this— all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to Factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at Factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Good job. Hi. Oh, welcome back. It's Donna. It's Steve. On my talk, 107.1, where talk is fun. Am I right? Yeah. Ah! What? What's the matter? You just you hurt my feelings, and then you open the microphone. So now ah! I'm just trying to be professional and stay focused on the radio show. Uh, that's what I do, just to psych you out. I said, look how straight my teeth are. I'm doing Invisalign. She said, oh, yeah, they look great. So then I'm feeling good. Let's crack the mics now, and let's go. And then she said real quick, they look a little buck toothy on the top. <laughs> Man. <laughs> You know, there was a guy, I feel so bad about this. Oh, no. There was a guy when we were growing up, and I, I, I took my kids to our 
my hometown of Springdale, Oh, you gave them like a little tour? Little tour. And uh, I think I had done it maybe five or six years ago, but they were both little enough where it didn't make a memory. So I showed them the school that I went to where I graduated in a class of 12. I was like, guys, that's the whole high school you're looking at. That is the whole entire thing. What was it? Like an apartment building? Kind of? <laughs> it looked like a big house. Okay. You'd be like, wow, that person's doing well. Or, wow, that high school is not doing well. Right. <laughs> so I showed them that. And uh, and then I took them and showed them my childhood home that I lived in until I was 12 when we moved. And I took them on this tour of Springdale, this small little town, less than 4,000 people. Very Sandlot-esque. Okay, cute. You know, old, yeah. you know, and I'm sure a lot of these kind of towns. Like very blue-collary, kind of the working man. Yes. Yeah, blue, that's where I grew not, up to. Billy yeah. Joel would have written a song about it. Correct. Exactly. Yeah, there's smokestacks of something. They just had <laughs> a very big smokestack destruction that happened oh. or an implosion, a, a, a planned we need to get rid oh, of the sure. smokestack. Got it. Okay. And it was all that Springdale could talk about. And there were videos that I saw on social media of them knocking the smokestack over. And uh, it turns out, I guess there's like a lawsuit now or something like that because it blew out windows from people's homes oh, right God. across the street. Oh, my gosh. Hey, what does this have to do with your buck tees? There was a guy named Chris, and everybody called him Bucky. Mm, we had one of those, too. Or Bucky Beaver. And you oh, know what? I Bucky feel so Beaver, bad. because that's awful. Look, this is a... He's a kid yeah. who, you know, yes, he had pronounced front teeth, but this was a sort of a low income area. Yeah. I believe he uh, he was the child of a single mother. So the likelihood of them having unlimited access to dental care, maybe not right. the thing. Yeah. And there we were just like everybody teasing him and calling him that. And I thought that's unfortunate. We should not have done that. Well, I feel you badly don't about it. Learn these things as a kid. You know, you don't you don't have the understanding that you do as an adult. So as an adult, you can ask the Lord above for forgiveness. I yeah, think it'll be granted. Yo, I, or maybe you could call Bucky, get him on the line. I don't know Bucky's number. What was his name? I, I, his name was Chris. Okay. I, I remember his first name. And a really nice kid, too. People called me names, too. I can't say oh, it Oh, I on can the imagine. They have to do it. <laughs> It did not have to do with my nose. I didn't even suggest that. Whoa. It had to do with me being pigeon-toed. Did you wear braces? I didn't, but I went to a specialist for my feet. And they just did physical therapy? It was a hip problem. I have a hip problem. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm too hip for the room. Ah! Uh, that's interesting. So when did you start walking straight ahead? I still don't. You're not pigeon-toed still. I am. Is that politically no, incorrect? No, yeah, but I think the pigeons Sorry, are pigeons. fine. Sorry, pigeons. Okay. <laughs> if that's what it means. Okay, I don't right. know if that's yeah, what it they're, means. They're going to be okay. okay um, my brother, who had just one of the world's worst bunions, if you think I have a bad bunion, oh, yeah. my brother's bunion is so far over, it's on his right foot, his big toe, it is so far over to the right. It's like it's trying to look past the rest of the toes to see oh what's God. at the end of the aisle. Like trying to yell at the kids in the back of the car. Yes, like that. <laughs> and the second toe has become Be quiet, a... we're not going to Disney World! <laughs> the, the second toe has become a hammer toe oh my because gosh. it forced it over. And so that second toe is pointed directly down at the ground. Oh, my gosh. I get home over Christmas as we go back to our childhood traumas. He's wearing a leg brace, oh. uh, or a, not a leg brace, a, a, a walking boot, I should say. Excuse oh, gotcha. Me. Okay. 
he got the bunion surgery. Amazing. He's got an awful bunion now getting corrected. He has a pin coming out of his second toe. He said to the doctor when he went for a visit while we were home, how will we get this pin out? What's our plan? And they said, well, we're going to lean you way back in that chair, meaning like it'll become like an anti-gravity thing, right? Your, okay. your head, you can no longer see us. Sure. And then he said, we will count to three. <gasps> no. I mean, I'd say, knock me out. Get your finest anesthesiologist in the Alley Kiski Valley. <laughs> and have them help me. <laughs> Crazy, okay. huh? That is insane. I have a friend who just had the bunion surgery as well. And she's walking in a boot. <laughs> that's good. She's walking. Yeah. Out in a boot. <laughs> okay, that's what <laughs> we were doing. Canada. We were working right. that out. Um, <laughs> a boot, how long did they say she'll be in it? I don't remember. The last thing I want to say about my hometown. Okay, and then I'm going to hit a button. Adele had a song once called My Hometown, right? I believe she did. Anyway. So did uh, Springsteen. Uh-oh, I'm smelling the same name game next Tuesday. Oh, really? Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. But as I drove through it, so much of it felt, and I say this with love for my hometown, so much of it felt depressing. dilapidated. Yeah, that's how Not I Not just depressing it. like, oh, I don't live here anymore. I, I can't imagine becoming the high school version of Steve again. I mean, that town, so many of the homes in the part of the neighborhood where I was, the homes were getting so run down yeah. and there was no upkeep. And at one point my daughter said, is this, does everybody just choose to keep all their stuff out on their porches? And it was a lot of that, a lot of just the home, a lot of homes in disrepair. And that was sad because I don't know if you can totally turn that around around or not. Yeah. You know? Well, welcome home. Thank you, Donna. Good to see you. Things that make you go Donnie, you know I like a good uh, a, a, a good Easter egg when something is hidden, and it's like, oh, sure. that, that's what that is. You know Star Tours at Disney? No. Um, so there are all the new Star Wars rides, like Rise of the Resistance, which a lot of people care about. Rise of um, Lights. Yes. Okay. And then there's uh, the Smuggler's Run, where you get inside of uh, like a fighter jet. You're like in the Millennium Falcon, and it's very, very fun. Okay, anyway. that sounds amazing. Uh, there, but, but there's Star Tours. That was the original one at Hollywood Studios down in Orlando. And there is, while in line for Star Tours, uh, excuse me, at Disneyland, not Disney World, you will hear Egrog Sakul being paged. Paging Egrog Sakul. Is that something backwards? It's George Lucas backwards. I love it! You know I like that stuff. Woo! That is cool. All right, that's really cute. Egg Rogue Sakul. Please come to the Millennium Falcon. Egg Rogue Sakul. Do you think people have picked up on that? Or now they know? The internet just has. Yeah, just now that I broke the story. Thank you. That's cute. And this, the border between these two states is an arc. It's the only circular border between two states in the country, do you know what two states? I should know because I've been studying the states. We could get a pop quiz at any given moment of our states. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yes, I know. Um, uh, Michigan and... Mm, Wrong. 
Uh, Delaware and Pennsylvania. Well, it's hard to tell because everything's so cramped in that area. Put your readers on and you'll see there's a small little part where those states come together and it is an arc. It's rounded, not a straight line like every most every other state border. Delaware and what? Maryland? Pennsylvania. Don't know. Mary? Mary? What do you want, Mary? You want Mary? All right, we're going to take a break. Oh, Lord, I tried to watch one of your kind of shows I last night. I can't believe you tried to watch it, and I want to know why. Why? Why would you watch this show? And which I, didn't. I am obsessed with. I tapped out after two minutes and thought, I'll leave this to that creep, Donna. Oh, man. We'll talk about it next. Hey, hey, friends, what's up? It's Steve for my friends at the Canopy Group. You know, it's a new year. Everyone's talking about the resolutions. Generally, they're based on topics like for areas we've become complacent. Well, the Canopy Group has a New Year's resolution for you. Last year, over 2,700 Minnesotans conquered their complacency and contacted the Canopy Group for their home and auto insurance needs. Pretty easy call because 81% of them had only one agent with one company. Yeah, you're not getting options there. The Canopy Group, of course, offered them a team of 40 professionals with 16 companies. So many options. The Canopy Group's New Year's resolution has always been to annually examine every existing Canopy client each and every day. The Canopy Group team is reaching out to their client base, moving many clients from one of their 16 companies to a different company that they also represent. It's a fun call for the Canopy Group to make because it's their ongoing promise to always provide their clients with the best coverage at what the best price and forever doing away with insurance complacency forever. Start today. TheCanopyGroup.com. That's TheCanopyGroup.com. Hi. Welcome back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show. My Talk 107.1. Everything Entertainment. Did you just take my phone? No, I took my phone. You sure? Yeah, remember I was playing you something during the break? Oh, yeah. Okay. Just checking. You would, you're such an accuser. I just asked a question. I didn't say you took my phone. But you're... you're you're said, Alice you accuser. Phone? You're a, you're quick to accuse. That's why you are a porch lady. You're the kind of lady who would just sit on her porch and just, you know what I think Ted's doing. He's a lot of that. I'm actually the opposite of that. I don't I don't like nosiness, as you know. I don't like being nosy, and I don't like people being nosy. I'm not like you know. I'm not the town like. You know, the neighborhood, like, oh, did you hear about so-and-so, so-and-so? Yeah. Mina Lecky. I think you likey knowing thing. I, I think like, you like not anybody. It's human nature. People knowing thing about you. I think you're a one-way nosy. I don't go snooping, if that's what you mean. <laughs> no, I'm not a no. snooper. I don't go asking a bunch of questions, like... Oh, are you moving? How long? Oh, I saw that you had a bunch of stuff in your driveway. Like, I don't do that. That's a great, you got to ask that question. Hey, what's up with all the boxes? Otherwise, it's almost like a a concerted (laughs) effort of like to not be involved. What do you, they they got their boxes out there. We're just talking. We're not trying to pin an allegation on you. I'm asking a question about your life. There is, there is a motive there. It's not just like, hi, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, I want to know things. What? So you think when somebody says, hey, I noticed a lot of boxes, what they're really saying is, are you guys getting divorced? Correct. Did Pete get downsized? <laughs> you know, something like that? Correct. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of that. But I also think when you live in a neighborhood and you have children, it is important to know what's going on. 
I don't have children, so I'm like, I don't know. You don't care. Yeah. There could be a sex offender living two doors Valentine. down. I don't know. Valentine. But, <laughs> I'm not going to city council meetings if that's what you're asking. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you're making yourself out to be a very unhelpful, self-centered <laughs> No, I'm there if you need me. If you're locked out of your house, come on in. I don't have any food to feed your kids, but, you know. <laughs> There's rice, kids. There's water. Have Here. some gruel. Have a Metamucil <laughs> tablet. <Correct>. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I right. got collagen. Pop this one in your mouth, it'll fizz. Miss <laughs> uh, <laughs> Valentine gave us more seltzer tablets. Oh, you man. Know, we I should live next door to each other. Never, ever. All right. I watched the kind of show that you would be into. I watched about four or five minutes of it. And then legitimately, in my head, I said, I'm going to leave this twisted crap for Donna to dig into over the next six or eight episodes. Once I found out it was episodes, I thought it was a one-off, like a docu, like a docu series, like one season, maybe three oh, or four episodes no. tops. Funny that you say this because I accidentally went back because the title of the new season is similar. So I went back and I'm like, I'm not learning anything new here. I watched the first three episodes of the last season thinking I was watching the new season. Holly's familiar with this theme. Uh, and mm-hmm. realized, oh no. So at like 9.45 last night, I'm like, I got to watch the new one. It was about 11 o'clock last night. I needed a little wind down show. And that was your wind down show? Well, listen, this is when I realized I had made my mistake. Maybe the timing had been different and I've been in a different place. It would have mattered. I watched the first few minutes of season two, episode one. The Curious Case of Natalia Grace. This is Natalia Speaks. Mm-hmm. And I had seen it advertised on HBO Max. And I was like, okay, people are talking about this. I'll give this a crack. The first three minutes of the five minutes that I'm telling you that I watched was just a recap of season one, like mm-hmm. a previously on this jacked up crap. Mm-hmm. And then it at high speed went through all of this crazy stuff about this Ukrainian girl who was adopted and people didn't know if she was 6 or 26. And then there were all sorts of allegations that they were lobbing out about Mm -hmm. people doing things that are bad things and neighbors questioning and family members questioning. And some dude, maybe boyfriend guy or dad, I don't know, like pounding the ground at one point and putting on a very ham-fisted sort of a performance, it seemed at times. Mm -hmm. There were some reenactments that involved belts. And then the season begins. Natalia Grace comes out because she was not heard from in season one. She comes out, sits in the chair. This is like 10 years later. Yes. The interview begins. This is what you see for like the beginning of season two, episode one. She started talking and she was like, yeah, I'd like to tell you how old I am because I'd like to know. And at this point I was like. You know, I'm out on all this. I have no interest. Donna's going to do the deep dive and commit the next six to eight hours to this wacko crapo. I'm Uh, out. That headline alone, I'd be like, what? What do you mean? Now I'm sucked in. What do you mean you don't know how old you are? I know. They were going to talk to a, a, a dentist was looking at her dental records, and he was about to tell her officially uh, yeah. she was going to learn how old she was. Holly, have you watched? I watched part of the first season. 
Because the first season of this Natalia Grace docuseries last year, just the first episode alone, you are like, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. They catch you on one certain thing. On one certain thing in Mm -hmm. particular. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I just gestured to Steve. His face just went, I want want Steve to find out the twist in the first episode of the first season. I'm going to have Donna tell me during the break. No hand gestures, Donna. Agreed to keep yes, it a safe yes. working environment. Yes. Thumbs up. This is a, uh, HBO Max, I believe, or you could watch it on ID, ID or yeah. Oxygen or, or one of those. But um, it, it's a very, it, oh my gosh, it's such a fascinating story. In episode one of season two, do you, no spoilers, but do you find out how old she is? Uh, yes, you find out how old she is estimated to be. Based on DNA testing and dental records. I mean, this just. Can I just, for people who don't know the story, it it is about a um, a little girl who is adopted. She's got a severe form of dwarfism and these this family adopts her. They've got three boys. They bring her into the family and then. According to their version of the story, she ends up being like this terror and they think she's scamming them and she's, you know, they think she's much older because she's very mature in how she speaks and in other physical ways that they noticed. And then it takes off from there. I mean, it's just this crazy story, crazy, crazy story. And then there's a there's a, a a murder that happens at some point, isn't that that? There's no murder. Isn't there? Uh, wait, wait. Am I am I confusing my stories here? Wait, two um, different shows, maybe. Maybe yeah. I'm thinking who wasn't there a person thinking- who who had the boyfriend kill the mother? Yes, that is the woman who just got out of jail. Uh, her but, name is Gypsy Rose. Uh huh. That's yeah. Gypsy Rose that I heard yesterday. Yeah, and, and okay. Gypsy Rose, I believe, was the woman who uh, Munchausen by proxy. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. So that's like, oh, that's a whole different story. How many episodes did you make it into season two yesterday? Well, only one because I accidentally watched three episodes of the first season, which I've already seen. Okay. These are about 40 minute episodes or so. Yeah. 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 40 to an hour. Okay. It's really, really bonkers. You got to watch it. I don't know. Aren't you curious? Like you're a curious guy. I am, but I'm not eight hours twice, season one and season two, curious. I'm reading an article curious or just like 30 minutes curious. But okay. that was what sort of pushed me off of it last night was for I, it was just like, OK, this is not the herbal tea that I need before I go to bed. <laughs> but more than that, it was, oh, I'm this is too much of a time commitment for okay. with me not caring Going Enough. into it, okay. I didn't have an interest going into it outside okay. of like you give me you give me this as a sixty minute segment, twelve minute commitment, okay. and I'm sure it has been, and I'm in. Okay, all right. But I switched. I'll tell you what I watched instead, which I thought was rather interesting. We'll talk about that today at uh, at ten forty five. It's another. It's a new documentary that's out 
on HBO Max that okay. if you were alive during a certain time, like I was, like we all were, uh, I think you would, you would like it. Okay. I cannot wait. It's going to be fun. We're going to take a break. Let's do that. Okay. Um, boy, oh, oh my gosh. When we come back, we'll get to see something say something. Okay. Uh, f- I have two stories of decidedly different tones. One, Paula Abdul is alleging sexual misconduct, and she is alleging that against a big-name television producer uh, and personality who was set to make his return to the airwaves this March. That, and then also, for those of you ladies out there who have yet... ladies! Thanks, Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) Who have yet to take a razor to your trunks. Trunks. I got news for why you might not want to do it this month. A movement that you can get behind. That, when we return, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, everyone. We're back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk. 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We got producer Holly Roberts for one more segment. Hi. <laughs> and uh, what are we supposed to do here? Uh, we've seen things. All right. And we'll say things. All right. Let's do it then. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I was sort of surprised. Not sort of. I was surprised when I read this headline this morning. Paula Abdul is suing American Idol and So You Think You Can Dance producer Nigel Lithgow. Oh, she's suing him for allegedly sexually assaulting her twice back when she worked with him on both of those shows. He denies it. Here's how the story goes. Uh, There was a recent California law that gives survivors of sexual abuse more time to file lawsuits in which the statute of limitations has expired, particularly in cases where those victims may have been coerced to stay quiet. Nigel Lithgow whose on-camera performance I have loved on So You Think You Can Dance. Uh, He is also the former producer of American Idol. He is the producer of So You Think You Can Dance, uh, that show returning in March with Nigel back on the judging panel. Mm, And you were excited about this show, too. Yeah, oh, for sure. Allison uh, Holker is going to be back on that show as well. Um, She, the widow of Stephen Twitch boss. Um, And so, you know, it's cool, a full circle moment for her that they met through that show. And so for her to be coming back as a judge really, really felt great. Um, and, and the show's still on. But um, I guess what they're saying is in the early days of American Idol, Nigel Lithgow, producer of that show at that time, she says uh, that he groped her, we'll say, upstairs and downstairs. In an elevator, right? In an elevator. Mm-hmm. And, you know, open mouth kissed her. God. Uh, forcefully, so it seems. Uh, She was able to get away, but was afraid to take action because she was worried that he would fire her. He was the big wig. Mm -hmm. Years later, she came back to do a stint on So You Think You Can Dance, and Nigel invited Paula to dinner, according to her, supposedly to discuss some other work opportunities. But toward the end of the night, he tried to force himself on her, according to Abdul, claiming that they would, quote, 
make an excellent power couple. Once again, she fended him off, and once again, she was worried about what would happen to her career if she spoke up. Uh, Nigel issued a statement denying Paula's allegations. He called them, quote, deeply offensive and said he is shocked and saddened. Um, what do you think when you I t- Well, I absolutely, totally believe that that happened. And him calling them deeply offensive without saying I, that absolutely did not happen tells me something about the story. Do you, um, just for the sake of the conversation, do you think, like, can you see a situation where she saw it one way, he saw it a different way? Yes. He thought it was like a flirtatious, we're yes. vibing thing? he was thing. like, oh, there's nothing wrong with me making a move on you. Don't say that I sexually assaulted you, but... You know, you can't just go around touching and grabbing people and kissing them without their consent. Mm. And, you know, times have changed a lot and people are speaking up a lot more. I bet there are so many women listening right now who have had similar things happen to them that they'll never speak about. They'll never say anything, you know, because you've got these conflicted feelings and women are taught to like be nice and don't like ruin someone's career over something that was a misunderstanding. I absolutely a hundred percent believe that that happened. Mm. Well, now we'll wait to see yep. what happens. Um, if Nigel speaks out any further beyond what we just read to you. Right. In addition to that, uh, you know, at some point, so you think you can dance the brass there or the brass at Fox. So they'll have to make a some decision. sort of a, a decision. Uh, and also a statement regarding the, the future of his participation on that show, So You Think You Can Dance, which is returning in March to Fox. Hmm. Well, they don't have much time. Uh, here's what he says, and a little bit lengthier in this statement. Uh, he shared this, Nigel Lithgow did, with The Hollywood Reporter. To say that I am shocked and saddened by the allegations made against me by Paula Abdul is a wild understatement. For more than two decades, Paula and I have interacted as dear and entirely platonic friends and colleagues. Yesterday, however, out of the blue, I learned of these claims in the press, and I want to be clear, not only are they false, they are deeply offensive to me and everything I stand for. He continued to say, while Paula's history of... uh, The statement continued to read, here we go. While Paula's history of erratic behavior is well known, I can't pretend to understand exactly why she would file a lawsuit that she must know is untrue, but I can promise that I will fight this appalling smear with everything I have. Oh, she's an erratic woman. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Let me see here. I, I'm sure he's talking about some on-camera stuff where she was... You remember back in the day, it was American Idol. Sure. She'd be a little quirky. Yeah. Um, That's offensive. Mm-hmm. That's offensive. But isn't like his, now he's turning it on to her. I'm yep. sure that's what the defense team would Absolutely. tell him to do, right? Yep. Um, Make hmm. her seem, you know, like she's not a credible person. <sighs> so but anyway. I, I, I believe also, Steve, that there are two other women who are suing him. That is correct. Yes, there are two other women um, who Nigel uh, produced for some 20 years ago on a show called All American Girl. They are also suing for sexual assault and harassment, and so now you'll you'll see if this becomes a snowball effect. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
or not. But anyway, yeah, sort of a disturbing headline to read this morning. So yeah. that's what we know to this point regarding Paula Abdul oh, man. and Nigel Lithgow. Now to a lighter story. Have you shaved yet this it, month? It's January 3rd. Yes, I have. Thank you. Have you? I just trimmed my neck this morning. Thank you. Okay. Holly, I don't mean to be forward, but if you're comfortable sharing whether or not you've shaved in the three days of the new year. Yesterday. Okay. Here's the thing. I don't feel like I have to shave as much as I did maybe five years ago. I mean, I would shave my legs and 15 minutes later I'd have stubble. Sure. Now it hardly even grows. Huh. So I don't have to, like, I don't look at my legs and go, oh my gosh. Sure. Ever. Anymore. Did your hair grow in light on your legs? Because then you can let it go longer, I feel like. If it grows in dark, it's like, uh uh-oh. No. Okay, okay. Grew in like your beard. Okay. (laughs) Multicolored. And And you dyed it for a while. Your leg hair. Oh. See, that's a beard joke. I dyed my beard. Great. Uh, But I also had LASIK hair removal. Flex. Thank you. Anyway, it's Hairy. For all you ladies out there, oh, if you haven't gotten around to shaving yet, yeah, men have uh, no shave November. January for the ladies. Uh, somebody came up with this name to encourage women to stop shaving, waxing, plucking for the first month of the year to help normalize body hair on women. A fairly new, but not a brand new thing. This debuted back in 2019 in the great before. The official January Instagram account. Oh, Donna, go follow that. See if they have just like a bunch <laughs> of hairy legs on it. No, uh, it has over 40,000 followers, and it says their goals include promoting self-confidence, hmm. challenging societal beauty standards, and creating a supportive community where people can share their journey. One of the founders says dedicating a whole month to it is liberating because it gets you thinking about the way you treat your body and why you treat it that way. Okay, that's lovely. Good luck to all of you who are participating. I shan't be. January. Uh-huh. We've talked like, about this. <laughs> Which, by the way, it's a leap year. Yeah, I saw that. 29 days. Got a lot to squeeze in this year. Ooh. Right? And that happens. Do you know why it happens? Oh, mother of pearl. Do you? <sighs> I'm sorry. I went to the January Instagram account. What no, did you say? Nothing. I was going to tell you why we have a leap year. <laughs> Is it because of Pluto? Does Pluto have something uh, to do with the it? The Earth takes a little more than 365 days to orbit the sun. 365 days, 5 hours, 48 minutes, and 40 se- uh, 46 seconds to be exact. Adding an extra day every four years keeps us from gradually moving out of sync with the seasons. You're welcome. Happy leap year. How about people? A lot of armpit oh, hair on this okay. page. Hey, that's all good. <clears throat> that's a that's a, you know become pretty acceptable. Yeah, celebrate January and then work on your topiary skills in February. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Holly. Thank you, Holly. Okay, bye. You're the best. All right, we're gonna come back with a little music news after a dirt alert from the Big Zamboni. That's up next.